0: Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Now, purpose-built workers and students accommodation—that's what we are going to talk about on this segment today. Now, headquartered in Singapore, our guest Centurion Corporation owns, develops, and manages quality, specialised accommodation assets. Now, that includes your purpose-built worker accommodation in Singapore and Malaysia, as well as purpose-built student accommodation across Australia, South Korea, the UK, and. And the US. And as at the end of March last year, the firms offers a home away from home to more than sixty-four thousand residents. Now, what is the number looking like right now given that the company reported their financial results not too long ago? And also the SGX listed firm. It is also withdrawing its secondary share listing on the Hong Kong stock exchanges uh, for what it calls reasons of cost and utility. But what will the withdrawal mean for the firm financially? Well, for more, let's speak to David Fay, head of investor relations at Centurion Corporation. He joins me live in studio. Uh, David, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Tian, for having me.
0: Great to have you on board. And we've briefly talked about this in the introduction about how Centurion Corporation is this player that owns, develops, and manages built worker and student dorms. But we want to hear from you. How would you describe your value proposition?
1: Well, uh, value proposition, Well, from an investment perspective, Central Corporation, I would say, is the only Singaporean-listed company mm-hmm. that focuses primarily or, or exclusively on the specialised accommodation. Now, this is a, a niche property asset class that is recognised to be uh, perhaps stable, resilient, uh, counter-cyclical. Uh, and to some extent, uh, the work corporation, especially particularly, uh, was also fairly resilient throughout the COVID years. Uh, mm. But from a, a business operational differentiation mm. perspective, uh, what Centren offers in our purpose-built worker dormitories and student-built worker dormitories is is far more than just a bedroom with four walls and a bed. But but it's a whole community experience. Mm. Yeah. So, so we, we make a difference by building a, a community where our residents uh, living away from their home countries uh, to build a better life mm. can experience uh, working in Singapore or a student experience to the fullest.
0: Mm. I want to talk a little bit about your business model. Are we looking at contracts mainly with contractors? Uh, How would you define your business model then?
1: So, in the student accommodation business, it's very Mm. much the students who rent the rooms Mm. for themselves. Maybe in in many cases, it might be their parents deciding or paying Mm. for them, right? But in the worker accommodation business, it's a very business-to-business model. The the customer who signs the leases, uh, the tenancy agreements, and pay for the rentals are the employers of the migrant workers, Mm. whereas the consumers of the product, the the, the residents themselves are the migrant workers.
0: Hmm. And more notably, Centurion Corporation owns the Westlike brand of migrant worker Dormitories, right? I want to take a look at your global presence, David. Hmm. So, In Singapore, you have the Westline brand of migrant worker dormitories. In terms of student accommodation, across your global footprint, you have the Dwell brand of student accommodation. Take us through your current scale across the different geographical markets that you're in. Which is the most important geographical market for you financially?
1: So... We entered the worker accommodation business in 2011 and uh, were perhaps one of the first uh, Singaporean companies to enter the student accommodation business globally mm. uh, since 2014. Today, we have about 1.9 billion Singapore dollars in mm. assets under management, right. uh, spread across 15 cities in five countries, which mm. are namely Singapore and Malaysia for the purpose built worker yeah. accommodation and then in the UK, uh, Australia, uh, and US for the student accommodation business. Singapore is perhaps the largest, being the home ground and, mm. and the home country, uh, where 65% of the group revenue comes from Singapore uh, mm. worker accommodation. The second largest is uh, UK, that takes about 17% mm. of the group revenue, uh, delivers 20, 17% of the group revenue. And Malaysia is about uh, the third, and, and Australia is the fourth largest in our mm.
0: markets. So between 65 5% and 17%, quite a bit of a gap there, right? Yeah. So mainly focus in Singapore. Speaking of financials, David, I want to just very quickly dive into Centurion's earnings for the first half of 2023 financial year. The firm reported the 16% year-on-year increase in earnings of $38.3 million for the first half of FY2023. How would you assess the latest results?
1: Mm, it has been heartening. Uh, uh-huh. You know, I, I think perhaps... The the growth in revenue numbers uh, comes on the back of uh, good occupancy, uh, financial occupancy performance, but also uh, with strong demand and supply dynamics across all the four uh, key markets: uh, uh, Singapore, UK, Malaysia, Australia. We've been able to 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 see rent, uh, rental revenues grow significantly. Uh, most heartening is that. Uh, We were able to reduce uh, administration expenses uh, year on year Mm. uh, and gross profit margin has increased by five percentage points. Mm. So inflation hasn't really eaten into that. Uh, But also, uh, despite the fact that financial expenses has increased significantly with the interest rate environment, Mm -hmm. uh, net profit margin actually inched up one percentage point in Ah. this first half year. So I think we've been able to uh, effectively cushion the impact of these headwinds.
0: We actually knew each other during the height of the pandemic oh, and yes. so many years have passed since then. Well, more notably, uh, David, if we look at your results, financial occupancy for Centurion Corporation's uh, purpose-built worker Doms grew from 86% a year ago to 96% in the first half of this year and financial occupancy for the segment reached pre-pandemic levels of 98%. To what extent do you think that has pulled up the overall numbers for the firm?
1: Well, certainly financial occupancy is, is the primary, you know, uh, performance indicator, right? right. I mean, the, the fact that the rooms are filled, the beds are, are yielding uh, tenancy res, uh, rentals uh, is the first sign. But I think alongside that is also the ability for the business to adjust rental rates. One important fact is that Our rental leases in Mm. worker accommodation are annual leases, Mm. Uh, unlike other businesses that might have long average-weighted lease expiries Mm. of three or five years. Mm. So that that allows us to adjust rentals more nimbly
0: Mm.
1: uh, and and adjust to market conditions more quickly. That has made, I think, a large difference as well.
0: Mm. And it seems like rental prices are going up for dorms, Our colleagues over at The Straits Times, they did a story on worker dorm rentals and it appears that there's this ongoing shortage of bid spaces pushing up rental prices in Singapore and really coming on the back of firms hiring more foreign workers amid that economic recovery from the pandemic. Question is though, David, how long do you expect this shortage to last and what is the impact on your near-term revenue outlook?
1: I I think the industry, the whole ecosystem is working hard at uh, creating a a good balance between demand and supply, you Mm. know, we, we've seen uh, added bed supply come into the marketplace uh, including some very immediate adjustments in the quick build dorms and, and uh, factory converted dorms. but also we see in the longer term uh, new purpose built doms that have gone into development some mm-hmm. of which are expected to complete by 2025 mm-hmm. and one in 2028 and we expect more to come into the pipeline however we think that the demand supply uh, conditions will, will likely uh, continue to be challenging in mm-hmm. uh, the, the the short term uh, yeah. until. I believe, at least into next year and possibly into the year after.
0: Mm. If you are just tuning in, we're now in conversation with David Fay, Head of Investor Relations at Centurion Corporation. And meanwhile, David, I want to turn our attention to look at your student accommodation business because a Centurion Corporation had in April disposed of a property in Seoul. And mm. that's in a move that is dubbed by some media reports as marking your exit in South Korea. So what was the rationale behind that disposal? What are the prospects of the South Korean? student accommodation market though.
1: Well, that that report is accurate. I I think we looked for opportunities to expand uh, the portfolio in each mm-hmm. market we go into. Uh, certainly, scale is uh, important in in business and and uh, the the earnings, right? But uh, over the last years, we found um, that there were few opportunities or, mm-hmm. or limited opportunities to to expand within South Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, the the uh, executive committee has made the decision to to exit, uh, mm-hmm. recycle the capital, and. Uh, look for opportunities to reallocate that uh, capital into markets where we can scale more quickly, efficiently.
0: Mm, And talk about growth prospects. I believe Centurion Corporation saw a compound annual growth rate of 25% in revenue for its core business operations between 2011 to 2022. So looking ahead, which business vertical are you expanding your business in and which geographical markets are you targeting?
1: Well, in the long term, we aim to balance the two portfolios, mm-hmm. uh, uh, not factoring in possible growth into other specialized accommodation asset classes, but we, we aim to balance these two uh, verticals 50-50 uh, for the group. Uh, however, that that also you know uh, comes in the balance with opportunities that arise. So in Malaysia, we see opportunities for worker accommodation to expand mm. with recent strong regulatory pressures, uh, government regulations stepping in as well as international ethical pressures. Mm. Uh, so, so we do uh, see opportunities both in worker and student accommodation. We see opportunities in the UK, Australia, and Malaysia, as well as in Singapore.
0: Mm. Do you uh, think we can sustain that twenty five percent growth in revenue? Kager?
1: Well, we certainly aim
0: to. <laughs> right. And when we have growth, right, we are talking about a shortage in dom bits right now, right? Mm. And looking ahead as the sort of recovery story from the pandemic and the kind of uh, shortage eases, will you see competition heat up within the industry?
1: Yes. And and that is good.
0: Mm. You know, I,
1: I think that the the worker accommodation business uh is needs to and is evolving uh, continuously to 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 provide better quality better service and and raise the benchmarks uh, progressively as it has done over the past decades you know since the fida came in to to play and all and and we think that the 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 Current conditions Mm. will help to to make that happen. Of course, we we do see that there needs to be a balance of uh, addressing current needs as well as uh, the the longer term wider needs of of both pandemic resilience as well as well being of the migrant worker community.
0: Mm, And I do want to pose this question to you, Mm. which I think investors might be interested in. And that is the fact that Centurion Corporation has applied to voluntarily withdraw its share listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange for what it calls reasons of cost and utility tell us more about that and are you seeking a secondary listing elsewhere anytime soon
1: mm. well we we we've, we've been listed in uh, the Hong Kong exchange since uh, December uh, 2017 mm. uh, and you know, in the past years, unfortunately, there has not been the opportunity to to uh, execute capital exercises through that exchange uh, for various conditions, including COVID and, and other uh, in-market conditions pre-COVID, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we, we felt that it was not really expedient for us to continue to be le- listed mm-hmm. there for the time being. Uh, so we, we are withdrawing. Uh, we do expect some savings uh, of close to 400000 a year in terms of uh, administrative mm. expenses from that. Uh, at this point, there, there is no plan for any alternative secondary listing.
0: Mm. And before we let you go, David, what are some future plans for Centurion Corporation? Seems like some exciting numbers that you shared in terms of growth, in terms of... Um, well, where the uh, company's financials are heading, well, what mm. can we expect for the rest of this year? Uh,
1: well, oh yes, yeah, certainly we, we, we are looking at growing our portfolio capacity organically, right? Mm. So with various asset enhancement initiatives in Malaysia, in Singapore, and as well as uh, UK and Australia, we look at improving the the mix of room formats as well as the bid capacity. So we... we Within this year and to, towards the tail end of last, uh, next year, we mm. have asset enhancement initiatives that would add about 16% of uh, bed capacity to our portfolio. Mm. Apart from that, we, we continue to look for opportunities to, to uh, tender for and, and gain new uh, assets to develop, such as the one we have won earlier this year mm. from JDC to, to develop a new purpose-built dormitory in Ubi Avenue 3. Wow. And, and we will continue to, to, to tender for opportunities as they arise.
0: Exciting days ahead. Mm. Thanks a lot, David. That was David Fay, Head of Investor Relations at Centurion Corporation. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3.
1: Thank you, Tintin.
0: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.